0: Why they invented Krylon? No, they invented H- Krylon so I can huff it. <laughs> well, Hello I'm, I'm, and welcome to Extreme Tasting Week Scotch Edition. I'm your
1: host, Dave. I'm Parrot. I'm totally keeping that. I <laughs> know. I mean, yeah. What, what better little intro <laughs> would I have than all of us kind of going, Did he just say what we <laughs> what? <laughs> Color me unsurprised. I'm tedious. <laughs> And uh, we, we've we've let the the guest out of the basement, as is our, our tradition. Two weeks later,
0: <laughs> and I'm Danny.
1: So, how did you like the goat? I know you're allergic to cats, but how did you like the goat?
0: Um, I just didn't like that the goat kept trying to eat my soda can before I was finished drinking from it.
1: That's that's so it's pretty normal. I mean, that's and legit. So, yeah, I mean, um, then again, goat. You yeah. know, that's their job. <laughs> so, uh, what are we drinking? Uh, what are we drinking first years? Or did you want to do this one first? This is this is a mystery bottling. It's an Isla of Mystery. mystery
0: don't give it don't,
1: it's better than the two weeks ago Enigma. It's gotta be. Well, I mean that's, that's a bar you can trip your hand, so. Yeah, it's won't take much to get over that. Yeah, I think we're gonna do the shield egg. It said cask edition, so I was like, wait a minute. It's <laughs> it's not cast strength. No, I checked. One of my favorite sounds—that
0: like the the,
1: the pop of a of a Scotch cork and the mm-hmm. of of a pour is just music, and it always sounds better when it's a single malt.
0: You, you can hear the difference. Oh God, oh, yes. yes. All right. Well, now someone needs to go and pop a <laughs> blend it and let me.
1: Well, we are we are back to the the burgundy of color. That's a this isn't. Uh, aged in an Olorosa sherry cask. Oh. Ah, well, there you Which go. Which is why you get that color and probably will not smell butterscotch on it. Mm-hmm. I really wish that they would not add Ooh. coloring because I don't care. It's not like a darker one is somehow better. I just want it to be whatever it is. Well, that's how they, that's how they hide the fact that they triple distilled it mm. and... Washed away all of the flavor, true, and color to it. Oh, that's a that's a it's vinegar. Well, a rich a rich nose, definitely a vinegar kick. Yeah, but it's a uh, it's like a cooking vinegar. See, I'm just getting a really strong melted butterscotch. Yeah, I'm, I'm
0: getting like melted like buttered popcorn.
1: A cooking, cooking yeah, like vinegar, a, sherry, yeah. the sh- oh, the the sherry, sherry vinegar, or one, which is not surprising given, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, ooh, where'd you come up with that one, parent? Yeah, I, I almost said cooking sherry. and I'm like, you know, what? that's maybe just a little, a little, on, on, the the little on the nose. <laughs> I, but I mean, <laughs> I mean, though no, this 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 really does smell like the bottle of sherry that is currently in my fridge right now, though. I
0: I really do just
1: like I just imagine Tim Whip going. I could cook with this. Yeah. You know, <laughs> a, a, a friend of ours who doesn't drink hmm. rated it on a would-I-cook-with-it scale. Oh, so I see. But in this case, he'd I either he dip his chips in it because that is a man who, could, who would drink malt vinegar. Yeah. It's a sickness. <laughs> <laughs> no, for, for Christmas, his wife gave him a case of malted vinegar. Wow! Yeah, because he'll put it on goddamn anything. I've never seen him drinking it, but you wouldn't get you wouldn't like shock me if if he were caught just like with quick knock in bed, start the morning. I'm tired. There, I'm wide awake. <laughs> yeah, he, he uses malt vinegar like I use garlic salt and sriracha. So, mm-hmm. but I will say it's a fairly single note, not a bad note, but it's it's really powerfully this sort of cooking. You, and- you said buttered popcorn. Oh, well, I'm not getting it, but that would be a different note so mm-hmm. so take it back same but if I do a very long slow inhale, I'll get the the, the popcorn aspect of it but if I if I go in like quick like I normally oh, wow. breathe, it's like I said it's melted butterscotch chips. And I get the I get the vinegary thing that you're talking about, but I don't think it's nearly as vinegary as the two of you have been like hyping it to me. Oh God it's did you taste it? No, I was waiting for you it's like drinking cooking sherry and i i'm i don't drink cooking sherry but it's how i would imagine cooking sherry would taste it's no <laughs> i'm sorry that's not what i expected <laughs> i prefer the sherry that i have in the fridge to this thing that is but, only just but flavor. you get where i'm going yeah. but it's so a lot of the a lot of this the scotches that we've had in the past where it's like aged in a this this barrel or a that barrel I mean, yeah, you can pick up the influences, but it's it's rare that I'm like, oh, yeah, this was aged in a sherry barrel, and it grabbed everything in that barrel and went, it's now mine. So the question that I'm going to have when we get to the reading, I think Dave's ahead of me here, as you point out, you're talking about aging something in a sherry barrel versus just finishing it in the sherry barrel. I think this might have been aged in the barrel rather than finished in the barrel, because most of the time, when on the show, when we taste something and it says sherry cask or port yeah. cask or whatever else, it's spent like you know a couple of months in that after right. having been in a bourbon barrel Probably for six months after for you know a number period. of years. So if this was aged in it, that would certainly explain why it's so much more it's sherry, darky, dark, the 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 darker sherry color, and then the really strong sherry taste and smell. But it also would explain the vinegerness of if it was something that was in a sherry cask and only in the sherry cask. If the if they didn't refill it so quickly after pulling the sherry out, that you might have actually had the sherry start to go vinegary before the barrel was filled. So I'll give it this: I I'm not loving it. I, mean, I haven't had it wet yet, but I will say that this is one of the more interesting flavors I've had in a long time. It is it is very rough. It is not a. Delicate? No, it is not, and it's not refined either. It is very in your face, and you know, as we were talking about, well, we ate, typically age it for X number of years in in oak, and then or bourbon barrels, and then finish it in some other flavoring. I I don't think this was aged long enough to be to switch. I mean, I I would guess that this is three, maybe. Four Five years, no top. age statement. I assume. Oh, I'm, would, I'm just I, just would, would I would I be making guesses if, if there was an age statement Let's see what the. Well, I thought you meant how long it got aged before it went in the the sherry. I mean, I don't think it did get aged before it went in the sherry, and I don't think it really got aged all that long. I'd be guessing, but no, there is no age statement okay. on it. Really, no shit. Rich sherry oak. Really, you, you don't say. That's that's a that's a. That's a, a We've fucking tasting note. We used a sh- uh, five pounds of shred of, sh- of uh, shavings from a, an old barrel in each cask with wet.
0: Same the as roses,
1: more more palatable. Yeah. yeah, same as before, but I'm also getting like pencil eraser.
0: I'm getting the butterscotch now.
1: Yeah, I'm getting it. Too. Hmm. Coffee. <laughs> oh wait, I was sniffing coffee. Never mind. Yeah, I'm gonna do a reset I'm and gonna, see if I get more. I found than... the tasting notes, so I'm gonna I'm gonna shut up now to not influence you. Mm. Stop me before I snort again.
0: Why is it that coffee never tastes as good as it smells?
1: I disagree, but the big reason is most coffee that you get has been percolated in a way that is either way too long, or it's it's old, or I mean,
0: yeah.
1: I, I am not a coffee snob. I mean, uneven grounds is considered to be the worst offense for, uh, for for coffee drinking, for bad coffee. I like really good coffee, but I'm not a coffee... I mean, I drank coffee when I was in the army, and, you know, mm-hmm. that's about as nasty as you can mm-hmm. get. And I I drank it because it, it was there. If you, I, I know exactly what you're saying. Coffee smells fabulous, and more often than not, it's like, oh, well, that's disappointing.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You... It, you really have to have somebody who makes coffee really the right way, right then and there, and then s- serves it to you, and then it's pretty fabulous. I have to admit, I also really prefer flavored coffees mm. because to me that makes them a lot more fun than just it's a bitter bean.
0: Yeah,
1: where the the, the coffee that we've ordered on the show comes from has historically come from a uh, a local coffee roaster, so we get the beans relatively fresh when we first yeah. get them. And a year later, they're not as fresh. <laughs> uh, two years later, sir. Two years later. Um, and and I usually um, cold brew mine. So I, I grind the bean and let it sit for a, well over a day. And so it, it's a different experience. It's it's less acidic to do the cold brew. And I because I'm also mostly off caffeine, I get decaf, which is a different beast anyway. But the stuff we get tastes more like regular coffee than your average decaf. Regular decaf just tastes... Like chemically, most of the time, mm-hmm. Caribou's is pretty decent, but like most decaf is pretty astastic. I will say, wet the taste I like a little better. So this is unusual, but got a touch smoother in the palate. The, I'm not saying it's the great, great. Burned and it hard, the finish is worse. And yeah, I didn't like good. the finish before, so well, I'm not saying it's it good. I'm saying it's better. The vinegar comes out in the finish mm-hmm. with it wet. Yeah, this is not exciting. But it's also not, oh God, the pain, like the last thing we had a couple of weeks ago. So, boy, I'm, I am yet again overwhelmed with, really? So that's the best you can do, huh? I mean, and the thing is, I do know they are under a huge amount of pressure to come out with X number of expressions every year because a new expression means more sales. And that's the other reason that they stop, that the trend has been towards expressions without age statements. First of all, you can dump any shit in it you want. It still has to follow the basic rule, which is three years or Mm -hmm. five. Three. So it has to still be single malt, and it has to still be three years aged at least. But if you put three-year-old scotch in it, uh, it's a single malt, then you can put single malt scotch on the bottle, and Mm -hmm. it's completely legal. And you can't tell by looking at it whether it's twelve year or fifteen year or three year or eight year and or what the percentage mix is. Yeah, yeah. It's I do understand because you, you can only put the age statement of the old of the youngest scotch on it. So if you have a twenty year old and you put three drops of eight, it's an eight. So I get that with non age statement it's you can do whatever you want and it's a new thing that you can sell. And people will want it because there's only so much of it. Whereas if you're putting out, you know, a 15-year, even if this year's 15-year is different from next year's 15-year, oh, it's the 15-year from, you know, Glenn Farplus or whatever. But it still is annoying as hell. See, what I think happened is that they forgot about a scotch that they were maybe finishing in, in, in oloroso sherry bottle uh, casks, and then went.
0: Oh jeez, how long have these been here? Wait, <laughs> what? But what, what, what happened? Where, where, how did you lose these? Three years? <laughs> what is wrong with you? What What are we? Oh god, this is terrible. What are we going to do with this? Oh, we're going to call it the, the 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 oloroso cask edition. Oh, it is terrible. Yeah, but people will be expecting it to taste like cooking wine. Well, they
1: won't be disappointed. That's
0: right. Cooking sherry it is. Taking its name from the Old Norse, "shielddag," the Lock of a Herring is truly a wild and beautiful place. The sharp fragrance of pine-studded islands, the flash of silver herring in the dark waters of the lock the shawls of mist around the shoulders of the nearby Tordon Hills. Raise a glass of shield egg and you'll experience the reflection of this epic landscape in the complex yet balanced flavors of this fine single malt
1: scotch whiskey. Now you said it had some tasting notes? Yeah, yeah, they're on here. All right.
0: The Schildijk Polaroso Cask Edition uses the finest space single malt, harmonizing sweet, sherry fruit flavors imparted by the cask from Perez, Spain, and offering a luxurious and complex taste. The outcome of this harmony is an intricate yet well-balanced single malt whiskey, splendid on the nose, and a fiesta on the taste buds. Olay! Nose, rich sherry oak. Yeah, that one's real. (laughs) Too real. Just
1: just will. Keep keep, keep going for that.
0: Cinnamon. Toffee, nutmeg, apricot, and orange palate, mouth coating, and syrupy.
1: That's not a taste. That's appealing.
0: <laughs> <laughs> With dried fruits, citrus and oak spice. Finish <laughs> long and nutty vanilla. And a dark chocolate.
1: I I was waiting. For, oh, you're not done. I'm, I, <laughs> I, I,
0: I, I apologize.
1: Done. Okay, I am done. The, the first one was what? Sherry, <laughs> rich oak?
0: sherry oak.
1: Okay, I was picturing rich rich sherry oak, mouth or taste, rich sherry oak, finish, rich sherry oak. Huh. Well, all right. I'll give them that. The the only thing that they added on there that in hindsight I would maybe give them would be like a little bit of that apricot. I could can, I can maybe see that but the rest yeah. of it is like... Well, and like the cinnamon it's so lost. I mean, oh, yeah. it, it, it's like, okay, I suppose if you have a sensitive enough, sensitive enough palate maybe some of those come through but... If I'm drunk enough that I can't taste the alcohol it could come through. <laughs> Fair enough. Like, if I'm drunk enough that that burn is... I'm gonna ignore it. I could probably taste it. You also might enjoy but, that at that point, because if you're drunk enough I mean if I'm drunk enough, I'm I'm going back for the Enigma just to <laughs> just to just, just say black fuck out. you.
0: Just black
1: out. I am too drunk to care. I just want to finish passing out now. <laughs> I could, right. I could drink some Enigma or ram my head into the wall four or five times. Ooh, this is a toughie. <laughs> Let me get back to you on that. Alright. One is painful. One. The other is a wall. (laughs) Oh yeah, this is bad.
0: Is this worse than yeah. Yeah, it is. This one
1: tries. It tries and fails. I'm not kidding. I think somebody put this in the fucking back of a of a warehouse and forgot about it. Oh god, Dougal! You you forgot! Oh shit I did. I was. I was. What I was, happened a, to those sherry casks that oh we filled? Oh God! Up? I'm gonna. Uh, they're never gonna let me
0: hear the end of this one. Like somebody filled it up and then went on vacation for like it, you no, went, and then quit. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That's, <laughs> that's 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 more likely. They quit and then they were rearranging the casks and they're like,
1: "Oh, what the fuck are these?" Oh God! I <laughs> I always wondered where they went, but I just figured it was a it was a housekeeping error. Oh jeez. <laughs> Okay, get, hey. get the distiller, get the master distiller. I don't know what he's gonna do. He can't put his name on this because he didn't. <laughs> right. Yeah, no,
0: this is this is fucking terrible. It's it's still no
1: penderin, but it's it's right there. I'm gonna do a one six on this. One six five. One six five. <laughs> oh, oh thank God. <laughs> at least he kept the same leading number. I would have had to hurt him. <laughs> don't even think about it now, dude. Um I I will say I still enjoyed this more than that Glenn Levitt Enigma. Low bar. Low bar. I with Dave, this tried to do something and they just fit utterly at it. And it's it's unfortunate. But yeah, this this is this is under a two, but I don't know by how much, so I'm gonna give it a one nine five. See, I slightly, I agree, in some ways I think it's worse, but I think they accomplished exactly what they were going for. Oh, yes. Sherry, Sherry, Sherry! (laughs) (laughs) There, happy now? I (laughs) just don't think they knew what they were doing when they started. (laughs) Yeah, I have, somebody was like, I have this great idea, go with it, Later. Oh, we should never have said that, should we? <laughs> I, why did you listen to Jimmy? I I I like I, said, I, I don't know if like if the cask sitting out would have caused any difference. I don't know how quickly they filled the one to the other, but the vinegariness of it, I, I do wonder if like the casket sat open a little bit too long before they refilled it with the scotch and if that could have made a difference. But that, that wasn't a single barrel, was it? I mean there's nothing no, in there saying no, no, oh, no. No, it was no it's not a single barrel it is not cask strength it is not numbered it is not that this this was just a j random semi normal expression uh. and that's i think that's what scares me the most is if this was a limited run or signed and
0: numbered run. or so, like something i i'd give this a lot more credit for for trying and and not succeeding, but
1: I know there is nothing on this that says, "Hey, this is a limited run, and you know, a give it a whirl or, or you know, roll your dice." I I'm God. On one hand, I'm like it wasn't as as bad as the 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 enigma from last week or two weeks ago. On the other hand, it tried, and while I joke about, no, oh, it succeeded. It was exactly it was like drinking cooking sherry. It's not supposed to be cooking sherry. It it failed, and I'm gonna have to go one nine on that. I mean, it's not much worse. It's just the parts of it that offend me are different than than last last time. I may regret going that high, but for we'll go with that.
0: This one was better for me than the Glenn Levitt one from last time, but not by much. Because at least the Glenn Levitt one would
1: get you very drunk very fast. I'm gonna to have to go with like a 1.8. Who made that again? Who what Shieldag! Okay. See, I just realized I should have given the Glenn Livitt more negatives. Cause Glenn Livitt should know better. These guys have the excuse of The Lock of Herring. If you come from a lock of herring, what do you know? I mean, your your standards are like it's herring. Compared to herring, this is tasty. I mean, really, I'm... Yeah. Yeah.
0: My dad likes herring. I just don't get
1: it. I know. My, my mom liked little... The pickle. S- little stinky fish and mustard sauce, and I'm just like, no, I'm sorry. Anything that you walk into the kitchen and go, oh, God, you're eating that stuff. Just... That's... Now, my wife says some that about some things I love, and she's just wrong. But in my case, <laughs> I was right about it. Yeah, no, my... my mother's side of the family is where the Norse in, in me comes from and she couldn't do the pickled herring but my dad on the other hand because he's got the good German side pickled anything is great yeah so yeah he, he loved the herring and he loves the sauerkraut and I don't understand either. I I am more than 50% German Polish if you put the two together and I don't I cannot deal with kraut. my just, my, my daughter uh, saw a sauerkraut burger in a picture. And was mortally offended by it. She is at age nine. Loves her some burgers, and she'll try other kinds of burgers. But she's mainly like, give me dead cow and ketchup and a cheese, and that's it. Don't mess around. Don't get fancy. Mm -hmm. Don't give me extra sauces. And she looked at that and was just like, I I wish I could remember her her words. But she was just like, that. Oh, I remember. That is an abomination. (laughs) <laughs> I'm just like I can't really argue with her because a, a sauerkraut burger is kind of an abomination.
0: Yeah, a little bit.
1: So I gotta ask, since we've been having some unfortunate choices with with scotches, is there a particular like what is your least favorite food? And I don't mean like I had lutefisk mm. once and it was disgusting. Oh. I mean like if if you've tried a food that they they didn't present it to you as try this disgusting thing green beans. Tuna okay.
0: fish.
1: All tuna fish, or are you talking, like, from a can?
0: From a can. Okay. But, like, that stems from childhood being sure. forced to eat it at my aunt's house. Not, nope.
1: So if there was, like, a sushi with tuna, you wouldn't... I, mean, I would whether you like Whether you hate sushi or not, it's not that it's tuna. It's that, in that case, it'd be like, that's raw fish. No, thank you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, okay. just trying to param- put a parameter around. See, see, my, my scope changed when Num Nuts over here went and said green beans. So I assumed you were thinking, like, entrees, and now I'm no. like... Uh, a food of... Uh, well, then probably dill. Oh, yeah.
0: do
1: Russia. They
0: put dill in everything.
1: Dill is the only way I can, I can eat green beans.
0: Mm.
1: Really? Mm-hmm. See, I'm finding that just to be another waste of green bean. <laughs> I, I honestly... I'm not saying that I like every food in the world. I'm just having trouble thinking of any that I really dislike. In my house, I'm the one who is like... Well, I'll have those crustaceans and I'll have those mushrooms and See, I, I'll I, have that. Everything. I had a hard time narrowing it down to dill because the list of things I don't like is longer than the list of things I do. So, oh, I'm kind of the other way uh, of. I don't like they're... horseradish. I don't like olives. I don't like red onion. I I can go on. I'm going to stop, but yeah, there's there's just so many things that I don't care for. I, I know this this I if this is too too cheating, I apologize, but badly prepared Brussels sprouts. Oh, yeah. Now, I know that may be cheating by saying it's badly prepared, but... It's so easy to have badly prepared. I've only had... I've only had
0: badly prepared.
1: For my my entire life, I had had Brussels... uh, Whenever I had Brussels sprouts, they smelled terrible, Mm -hmm. and they tasted terrible. And my wife made a Brussels sprout mustard dish that was fabulous. And I've had... She's made it maybe twice, and I've loved it each time, but... Other than that, I've had really I hated good, Brussels sprouts some, every single time. I've had some really good pan-fried Brussels sprouts, but yeah, Brussels sprouts is really easy to do badly. I, I don't. I think you have to really be lucky to do it anything other than badly. I've I've never like at restaurants if it comes with Brussels sprouts, it's just like no, don't bother. Just there's yep. Yeah. Now you can just you can just hold off. <Yeah>. You 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 keep those. <laughs> I appreciate the thought, but no, yeah. yeah. Uh, the, there, there's there's like most vegetable medleys I can't do because something in the vegetable medley is going to be creepy, putting Oh, um, so, you, usually for me it's zucchini, lima beans. See, I don't mind lima I, beans. I I'm not saying in a in a medley I can't eat them, but if you were like here, eat a eat a plate of lima beans, I I, I could. I just don't like the flavor. There's, they're like. It wouldn't be my first choice, but there's so many things that I hate more than my beans. Amazingly enough, with all of my allergies and I, everything my mom made growing up was terrible. I mean, not everything, but like, I'm allergic to cucumbers. So that means no pickles.
0: Mm.
1: So we dilled zucchini, and I had hmm. zucchini pickles. I'm allergic to corn. Corn's in fucking everything. Yeah. So That's not great. I'm allergic to milk, so there goes cheese. Uh, I'm allergic to What about the, the onion and legume family? Honestly, I don't remember what the list oh, is. Oh, that's fine. I was just curious. I mean, it was it was two pages long. So I don't remember what the list is because I don't let it control me. I just remember the, the, the ones I went, no! Or the ones that my parents tried to work around, mm-hmm. like corn. Corn's fucking everything. Corn syrup. And everything dairy. Yeah, because I'm allergic to milk, so everything yeah. fucking dairy. A friend of ours went on a cruise uh, with us, and they were similar, uh, mm. a few different things, but I mean, it was. Here's my list of allergies, and we ate at the top restaurant on the on the ship, and he had a meeting the day before for like an hour with the chef. This was this was a in, in addition. Normally, all the food is included, mm-hmm. and this was a seventy five dollar or something sure. per, per person. Michelin rated restaurant on the scene. Oh, wow. And and it's the kind of thing where when they take the plates off, if, if there's five of you, other waiters come over so all the lids can be removed simultaneously. They wheel the cheese tray or the cheese cart over and the uh cheesemonger will tell you the basically the life story of each cheese and when you have that particular cheese, you get a b- bit of honeycomb with it. And, you know, and it's just... I, oh I'd my. be in heaven. Yeah, it was amazing. And... I did that on Amtrak. I his his He's meal... Really like that. he ap- like cool. He was apologizing to the chef. And he was like, I'm really sorry that I'm making it so hard. And the chef was like, no, 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 no. I'm up to challenge. I <laughs> I can't remember the phrase he used, but he basically was like, otherwise it's boring. Mm. This is what I live for. Yep. And we, we were all like, I'm horribly allergic... Too. I, because his meal, I mean, and it wasn't in a way any different. I mean, it was like a seven-course or an eight-course meal with sorbet in between and, and mm. custom-made drinks and all that. But his, I mean, so he had all these things, but it was his version, and it was amazing
0: mm. and
1: pretty. You know, it's it's one of these meals where it's like, I'm not sure I want to cut it with a fork because this is gorgeous. Well, crack you know you get over that real quick but yeah so it's it's interesting when somebody a real chef takes that as a challenge mm-hmm. of oh you can't have this well let's uh, let's see what you can have when I was in Hawaii and we went to the Centauri restaurant one of the one of the dishes uh, Carly couldn't have and we had ordered the I don't know a six course menu or whatever, and so the chef made her something, and it was fucking amazing. I, I don't remember what it was, but it was better than what I got, which was still phenomenal. And if that was a little bit of a heavy pour, I'm sorry you don't don't feel like you have to. Oh, you'll drink it. I
0: mean, provided it doesn't taste
1: like everything. Yeah. So <laughs> I will say this: it won't. It won't. I, I don't have to nose it. Yeah, you'll like this I, you'll, one. You will like this one. Um, I will say pale. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, super uh, pale. Let's, <laughs> let's, let's, let's call this uh, let call this hydrated urine color or slightly colored vodka. <laughs> yes. yes. So this I'm gonna guess triple distilled. Is it chill filtered? Because it's really clear too. I mean, we haven't dropped any water in it to see if it if it clouds up yet. But this is a non chill filtered. Natural yeah. color, because yeah, right. No, no shit. Uh, and it does not say anything about oh, um, it's an e. The this is a mystery. Yeah, uh, they got this is one of three hundred and sixty bottles. Oh yeah, and all we uh-huh. know. Don't don't don't, re, don't spoil it for yourself. That's, I'm, I'm, that's oh, why. I that's that. why I waited. This, this is a I to run. This one last. This is a custom. Uh, Cooper's is a private bottler. And they picked this up. in the bottler. Independent bottler. And the deal they made was they could bottle it. They couldn't say who they'd gotten it from.
0: Mm.
1: And have you smelled it yet? I have not smelled it. Oh, you, 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 you smell you. it. I, based on the nose, I'm going to guess which distillery it oh, is. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I have the list of Isla distilleries just because I thought it would be fun to run down the list. Um, there aren't many of them. Well, it's one of two. It's one of two. Yo. You're definitely getting a sea salt and some smoke. I can name this two. And peat. P2 notes. <laughs> <laughs> it, 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 it's a very charcoal smoke. Mm-hmm. It's delightful. Oh, yes. It's really nice. Like If we were more prepared, I'd say, okay, everybody write down your distillery mm-hmm. guess on a sheet of paper. I, but- there,
0: there, there are two that I would want to
1: nose... And I could tell you which distillery this was based off of, off so, of what it smelled like. Uh, this is, I will I'll give you one other piece of information. It keep, is an eight-year-old. Okay. So it's relatively young. Okay. It was doesn't change my answer. Bottled. Nope. It was um bottled in... 2009? No. Uh, 2009? Uh, it was... Or was, it was that? It was distilled in 2009. St- okay. Yeah. And it was... Uh, I, thought I saw... Yeah. Bottled 2017. Yeah. And the name of it is Logan Mill, but that's not obviously a right. distillery. So the, the living the active distilleries on Isla are Ardbeg, mm-hmm. One that has not yet it's active now, but it has not yet produced uh, which I'm like, ooh. Ardenau, Ardenho Arda Ardenho A R D N A H O E. That's that's one we haven't had. It yet. started in twenty nineteen. Yeah. yeah they so they haven't bottled yet. Uh, Bohmard, mm-hmm. mm mm-hmm. Banachaben, mm-hmm. Kalilla, mm-hmm. Kikomen, mm-hmm. Langevulen, mm-hmm. and Laphroaig. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I'm willing to take a risk on this one. Yeah. yeah. So I, I I will do ranked two choices. So so like because you're saying it's one of two. Yeah. I'll do I'll do I'll do one of two. Okay, I'm thinking about it. Yeah. Okay. Do, do I mean, you do you think you know those well enough to no. even so make a guess? Okay, we'll we'll let Perrin come to his answers before he says anything. I'm going to do mine in right choice order. What, do you? How, how are you going to read yours off, Dave? Choice one, choice two. No, no, it's Ardbeg. I, I was going to say it's either Ardbeg or and my brain just shut down. Lefroy, that was that's your other option. It's yeah, Ardbeg. well, it's not one. No. Say say coal is my first Oh, choice. I would the only oh, reason man. I have a Kohl'Ela at home and this is too different from it. I love the Kohl'Ela. Yeah. But it's although granted the one I'm drinking yeah. is seven is a eighteen. I don't but very nice had a I had a very nice uh independent bottle colila in Chicago. That's uh, the mine is an independent as well. Oh, and, and it was uh, very nice and I, I mean it's hard to go wrong. I I do not know why I I didn't buy it. I need to go back down to Chicago. That's really all there is to it. I gotta, I yeah, gotta it, spend some time talking. I'm just... Ardbeg is the second choice, but I, this this calls too much to the Kholila for me. I'm blown away by how pale this is. Which is the other See, thing that makes me think it's Kalila. That's why I think it's an Artbeg is because Ardbeg is totally willing to be this pale. Oh. Even for eight, that's smooth. Mm. Ardbeg. Now, it, it is on the high end. It's a 46. But not... It's not abusively hmm. that's there is zero doubt in my mind that, that isn't that is the art bag. is the only other option. And it's not I, I will say palette wise is leaning more Ardbag than Cole to me. and and I see where you're going with the Lefroig but I I No, it's 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 Ardbeg. It's but right. I, I would put money on the table. It is it reminds me so much of my, my Ardbag 10. I guess the determining factor for me, once we add the water, to see how it shifts, to see whether or not I think it's an ardbeg because ardbeg does a very specific thing usually when it's watered. Yeah, I'm not getting much beyond the the the, the charcoaly. No, no, it was. It's a fairly one note palette and finish. I mean, oh, not one note. It it is that slightly like ardbeg. Yeah, it's slightly salty. I mean, it's got some salt component. It's got this smoky peat, and it doesn't have much more than that. And it tastes a, like a bog. of smoked meats. Yeah, and there's, a, there's that faint sweetness at the end, which is kind of just because your mouth reacts that way. It's not that I think there's a sweetness mm. in the scotch, but it generates a, a sweetness to finish. But it's sort of, it's like saying, you know, this is amazing. And, you know, it's the same amazing when you drink it. Yeah okay, I mean hopefully you're enjoying that. Uh, yes. Okay, I this is so. more in your your sweet oh. spot. Mm-hmm. So yeah. three drops, still a good nose. Yeah, the nose has lightened up a bit, but it's still, it's still very peaty. Mm-hmm. That's that smoky salt is also still present. It, it, honestly, this is a little saltier. I'm getting more notes of salt than I would have expected, mm-hmm. but it, it's I not the youth. Not unpleasantly so. Yeah. Just it's a more present note than most of the ones I'm used to. It's still awfully rough and burny on the tongue for me. Oh, um, it's pleasant, but it's oh. still a little rough. Wet. It's definitely got a little roughness to it. Oh, neat, it's, neat it's it didn't like, bother
0: me. No,
1: I I love this wet. It's like. I've got a campfire in my mouth, and I think I'm just chewing on a burnt fucking pine cone. Stick of, no, <laughs> no, not the pine, no, 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 not like pine cone. cone. The uh, like like oak. Char, char, charred oak, like it is, oh, it is so good. I didn't mean to make it sound like I thought it was gin. <laughs> oh, dear. I mean, I was thinking of something I could grab and chew. Yeah, are you not a fan of gin? I'm...
0: I've become more of a fan of gin because when I was over in Scotland, they started, like, their gin meals were exploding. Mm, so they, they started making a lot well, of gin now.
1: gin in Europe is better than gin. In oh, Europe.
0: yeah. If it tastes like a pine tree, I'm not interested. Yeah. Um, I, I was
1: been... I was in Austria, and I, I ended up walking into a gin store, a oh. gin joint, if you will. It was, yeah, it was off-sale gin, and mm-hmm. it was four walls of gin floor to ceiling. Nice. And they had some very nice gin there that did not taste like a fucking pine cone. I've I've had a mixed gin drink that was good, which was a surprise to me. And I have been told that there are some mm non-juniper tasting Mm -hmm. gins that are quite good. But I've always found myself in the position of if I'm going to buy something I have other things I really would prefer to have, so I'm not going to waste it on a maybe gin that someone told me is not as bad. <laughs> so the one thing that I never do when drinking a scotch is open my mouth while it's while the scotch is in my mouth or right after I swallow, it because then you just get that alcohol burn. This makes it feel like you have been chewing the wood, and then you open your mouth and. It's I have a campfire in my mouth. It's lit. It's great. I, I will also say this is definitely a fall to winter. Oh, I mean, oh, yeah. not that I wouldn't happily drink it in spring. Don't get me wrong. I mean, but all,
0: it's all fall, a yes, great. Fall, fall but there winter. are
1: there are some yeah. scotches that you just mentally are, are you like coming yeah. to Omega Fall. Yeah, bring Omega. this. Yeah.
0: What is Omega?
1: It's a convention. This is definitely one that you can picture yourself sitting at a at a campfire. Mm. Where it's either cool to like snow. Now, yeah, if you walked up and said it's the middle of summer here, I'd still be like, awesome. Yes, Clark. Sir. But it, yes, it sir. there are some scotches we've had where it's like, This is a spring. Yeah. This mm-hmm. is this is like a picnic on the grass kind of scotch. I wouldn't throw it away, but I wouldn't be like, you know what I need to bring? Koopa's choice two thousand nine. Vintage Distillation, Single Malt Scotch Whiskey. This single malt was distilled at one of Isla's finest distilleries. The exact source remains a closely guarded secret. Bottled in 1917, matured in a bourbon cask for over... I think. 2017, yes. For over eight long years. Cask number 308,607, Logan Mill one of only 306 bottles, 60 bottles. The Vintage Malt Whiskey Company, Glasgow. The Secret Isla. Let's see. Blah, blah, coopering is an art. Blah, blah, blah. The Cooper's Choice range from single-cask whiskies from Scotland's finest distilleries is our tribute to the fine craftsmen and their important role in the Scotch whiskey industry. The delicate flavor of this fine old malt has been preserved by bottling without chill filtration as a result of slight cloudiness. So, oh, blah, 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 blah. There's lots of words on the other side. Yeah. Uh, so, oh. And this is a single it, cask. This, is, this yeah. is a single cask. This does, the, one nice thing, I'm not going to read it all, but it has a history of the three types of casks. Yeah. The Sherry Butt, 500 liters. The Hogshead, 250. And the Barrel, 195, mostly American oak blah, blah, mellow, mature, characteristics of the wood, the finish. You can now have Scotch whiskies finished in port pipes, various sherries, Madeira wines, and even French wine casks. It has to age for three three years before it can be called Scotch whiskey. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, so, interesting information about making of Scotch, but... Fair enough. They, but no, no extra information on what no, it could be. No, because I... I I seriously think, uh, from what they told me at the store, this was a we got some good stuff. If we tell anybody, we'll never get good stuff again. Hmm. And I can, I can sympathize with <clears> the. <throat> also, I think there's a there is a marketing element there of there aren't that many Isla distilleries, and really, while I'm not a huge fan of. It's the uh, secret space-eye! <laughs> oh. <laughs> Welcome to the... the roll percentile! <laughs> the crafty Campbelldowner. Campbell uh, one, two, three, four, five, Ten. six, seven, eight. Eight producing active distilleries. And of those... It's not Tunabin, not Brulati. Yeah, well, really, the only two that I'm not terribly fond of are... Brulati and Bonahaven, And I don't dislike them. I've just, the likelihood of getting it meh from those increases. Whereas, like, oh, and Kilkoman. Um, Kilkoman's on list for me too. Yeah, those three. They're not ick, but they're roll some mm-hmm. dice. Mm-hmm. But Langavulin, Lefroig, Cal Isla, and Bowmore and Ardbeg, I'm not saying they can't produce a bad one, but the likelihood is low also here's an interesting thing um I happen to notice the uh the ninth distillery is open and it's the Arden uh, Ardnaho which uh, is between Port Askeg and Banachaben. a new distillery at Gartbreck farm south just south of Balmore was planned in 2014 but is in a land dispute. Huh. And another distillery may open in Port El- near Port Ellen in the future. And I love the name, Farkin Distillery. <laughs> what are you drinking? I'm drinking some Farkin Farkin whiskey. So, consulting the map, apparently Port Ellen used to have one mm-hmm. until 1983, and, there, and Gart- may s- there may still be stuff lurking about. Yeah, yeah. and and Gartwreck is listed as of 2016. So, mm-hmm. that, yeah, they're relatively new. Uh, Port Charlotte, Port Charlotte. Was till one. 1929. Uh, Port Charlotte is still listed as it came back in 2016. Well, yeah. the, the thing they also note is that there's a lot of these that have. Port Charlotte was a. Uh, it's a Brulotti sub label, yeah. yeah. There's a lot of them. I mean, they go through this list Octomor, mm-hmm. um, you know. Uh, Which is a sub of, of uh, Brulotti now as mm-hmm. well. And I mean, the ruins of it are near Port Charlotte. Mm-hmm. The original distillery is gone. Now, one of the interesting things is Port Ellen is closed. However, it remains in business as a malt house and supplies many of the Isla distilleries with their malt, which I thought was kind of cool. Uh, Also, oh, in 2007, uh, Brugladi announced the reopening of Port Charlotte. Yeah, we said that. Yeah, yeah, uh, it was also known as Lochendal. That's the other thing is that often... You'll find that they have either changed their names or been purchased. So there's one Arden Eistel, became Dalton became Isla, and then was consumed by Lefroy. So, you know, and Ardmore is actually taken over, was taken over in 1837 by Lagavillen, according to this. Whether it's accurate, who the hell knows? It's the internet. It must be true. Yes, well Everything
0: on the internet is true I heard that on the internet
1: Yeah, So, I will go I really liked it The only negative I have Is that it was Pretty And and this is is not really a negative But it was There was not much to it What there was, was amazing It's not one of these where you're like Oh, and it kept evolving as I drank it And the finished It was like, nope Here's what it is. It's good. I enjoyed it. And then it was done. I would happily run out and buy this again. I'm going to give it a four. Uh, It is not the most amazing thing I've had, but I will happily drink this. And if there were more bottles, which sadly I don't think there are, I would happily drink them too. I'm going to echo exactly what Perrin said to the word. (laughs) Make
0: a note. I would also happily drink this again. Uh, but I'm going to give it a
1: 4.25. And while I am convinced this is an Ardbeg, and I do enjoy Ardbeg uh, as a general rule, I thought this was okay, but not the best for them. I'm only going to give it a three, four. But oh, fuck you! I'm so <laughs> fucking wrong. I, this, this, this was not... Like, I have had much, much better... like. And we're all pretty much assuming yeah. it's an art bag. So, I mean, I have had much, much better art bags. Like the highest rated stuff I have done on this show, of the top ten, I think three of them have been art bag, if not more. I have had so, an amazing art bag, and you, sir, are not an amazing <laughs> for so, an eight year. This is magic. I mean, get, given yeah. its age, sure, okay. but I'll be honest. I like the wee beastie more, and that was only a five. So like I I am pretty sure I gave it more than a 3 4 anyway. So Go back, such and, such go back and find it. it. Oh, I lied I also gave the Wee Beastie a 3 4. <laughs> so, apparently I like this about as much as the Wee Beastie. So, yeah, no, this this was a little rough for me. Like I know I like the drums more. I, I know I like the the ten more. I know I liked the uh the the Penulton, Penultima so, so, something along those lines. Penumbra, I don't know. Uh, it was pen something pentacle. So I mean, there have been several expressions of heartbreak that I've liked more. Pentacle, so I, mean, yeah, I yeah, So this was good, but I think, I I think the poor experience in general that we've had this month is coloring your score <laughs> that no. just a little bit. I just thought, I just I a thought, thought about that because I wanted to go higher. <laughs> but four is the point where I go. Now that everybody's voted where did you buy this and how much did it cost you i bought that at certix yeah. and it cost me i think 65 bucks cool i need to make a trip to certix they may not have any more yes. but they yeah. they had a good selection at the time of things that i don't normally see mm. i think it was around 60 65 it was i know it wasn't 70 it might have been in the 50s, but I don't remember well enough. Uh, it was nothing excuse me, it was nothing I looked at and went Ugh. Um They did have a, a couple that I debated between, so yeah. Worth a trip.
0: Fair enough.
1: So, anything to let's see. This is coming out on October 15th. 16th. Give, a, give or take. I mean, I still recommend that you go to the haunted trails of Balboa Park and get the crap scared out of you. You'll have a lot of fun in uh, San Diego. So, Twin Cities Horror Fest is still coming up. If you didn't see uh, Bungalow Lofts, I'm sorry. Uh, it's closing night tonight. So, yeah. If you're listening, if, um, gets it out on time. If you're listening early, you can rush out and still see it. I, this, this <laughs> I can guarantee, is not going to be out before the 16th. Um, so hopefully the last one came out in a more timely fashion. But like I said, Twin Cities Horror Fest is still coming up. The The virtual weekend is going to be like right about now, uh, or, or or this coming weekend. And then the the live weekend is, is going to follow. So yeah, definitely go check that out.
0: Yeah, and uh, I have the complete works of William Shakespeare abridged coming up with Applause Theater Community at Dreamland Arts, and that'll be virtual as well. So check it out.
1: Awesome sauce. It is just nice to hear that things there are some things happening, whether they're virtual or they're not virtual. That you know have you have some options as long as people are not stupid. I, I was able to get out to a live show again in September, which was the first time in a year and a half. What? So, yeah, it was, it was nice. Nice. What did you see? Kessin.
0: Mm. Mm. I have, like, five auditions coming up the next couple of weeks, so That's I'm really awesome. excited. That's It's yeah. really cool.
1: Frontline Assembly just got rescheduled again for the fourth fucking time. I'm just <laughs> in the not nearly as exciting as going to see live shows— I'm just really excited that we may get the vaccination for people under the age of 12, mm-hmm. which means my daughter can get vaccinated, which mm-hmm. means my family can go back to doing with appropriate levels of care things because we don't have to worry about our an unvaccinated person getting infected. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, not that I want to get infected, but I am fairly confident that if I did have a breakthrough infection uh, yeah, I'd probably be sick and miserable, but, but you know, right. yeah. I've, I've had the flu. I've had a miserable flu in my life and it, you know, sometimes it's just, man, eh, I felt kind of crappy for a couple days. So yeah, I'm, that's, it's not a live show, but it would be that we get to be live again. <laughs> so you've now had two weeks to consider what kind of toast you want to give.
0: Yes. <laughs> uh...
1: The goat is very no, distracting. Yeah, that's <laughs> true. Every time you're like, I'm going to practice.
0: <laughs> so this time, let's go to vaccinations and just more whiskey. Yeah. Here, here. <laughs>